Good afternoon, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. Thanks for joining us. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to be answering a question that I received a couple days ago from an email from a guy that I've spoken to before or corresponded with before via email, who's a younger guy studying in Europe. Nice guy, I've spoken to him or, or corresponded with him a few times. And he has a question that basically involves, you know, girlfriend managing skills and communication skills and things like this. And, you know, I don't really often give advice on relationship stuff, girlfriend stuff, um, only when it really is relevant to the things that I like to talk about. And in this case, it was. And essentially, his situation is he's got a girl that he's interested in. And he is, you know, reaching out to her, texting her, calling her, and he feels like her responses are not as prompt as they should be. He feels like she's not showing the level of interest that she should be showing. Uh, she's basically telling him, hey, look, I'll, I'll respond when I want to. I'll get back to you when I want. Uh, I need some space. I need to be left alone a little bit. And my friend's problem here basically is that he, 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 he basically is saying, hey, look, Quintus, what can I do? What should I do to let her know how important I am to let her submit to me, essentially, to make her conform to what I want her to do or essentially uh, conform to how I would like her to behave? Now, he didn't use those exact words, but that's the gist of what he's asking. That's the gist of what he's asking. So I wanted to respond to that because when he asked me this question in his email, I kind of smiled a little bit because it kind of reminded me of just, uh, you know, th this guy's in his early 20s. And it's so common for us when we're at that age to have a certain view of the world and a certain perception of the world. And we want to make the world conform to the way we think it should conform to. And the problem is, and what causes a lot of the anxieties, is that the world does not conform to how we want it to conform. As much as we would like to have it be so, it often is not so. And I'm sure you've heard it before, but I'm going to say it again, that if we could only become wise or wiser while we were still young, we would be pulling so far ahead of everybody else. If we could just learn how to accept things and how to become wise before we get old, we'd be so far ahead of the curve. And that is true. It is so true. The key is to try to learn certain things before you get to a certain age. The problem is, though, of course, is that the very act of learning those things that are so important takes the experience to go through it before you can learn it. You really can't preach to someone of what they should do or what they should think. They have to really experience it for themselves. Not always, but in many situations, you have to let people learn for themselves. So I'm going to take his scenario that I just presented, and I'm going to lay out a few points that I jotted down here that I think he needs to be mindful of. That's going to be able to help him to manage the situation that he's having with his girlfriend. The first thing is, that I want to say to him is 
You cannot force people to be what you want them to be. You cannot make people conform to how you want them to conform. You just can't, as much as you would like to. And we do it all the time. I, I still do it. I often say to myself, hey, why won't so-and-so behave in this way? Why won't this person behave that way? Why won't this other person behave in this other way? And it's the cause of so much frustration because we want the world to be a certain way. We want things to be a certain way. And most of the time it isn't that way. And no matter how much we try to shape that peg and sand around the edges and file it down, that peg is not going to fit into that hole unless it's meant to fit in that hole. So you can't really force people to be what you want. Now, having said that, I'm not saying that you should abandon yourself to inactivity and passivity. That's not what I'm saying at all. So don't take this too far the other direction. All I'm saying is stop focusing on what you think people should be or what you think people should be doing or saying. Instead, and this brings me to my second point, focus on yourself. If you think this girl is not responding fast enough in her text messages, if you think she's not calling you back fast enough or showing enough deference the way she should, or she is not behaving in the way you should, okay, then what you should be asking yourself is what are you doing to either cause this behavior or perpetuate this behavior? That's what you should be focused on. Don't focus on her. When you're dealing with women, what I've found is that the minute you start focusing on them and you start reacting to their emotional dramas and you start keying off their mental gymnastics and their games and their dramas, and women are very, very good at this. They're expert in playing men like fiddles. They're much better at it than men are in general. And it's something instinctive. I think it's just something that comes with the gender. The minute you start trying to play that mental gymnastics game with them, they've won. You can't do it. You shouldn't be thinking about doing it. Focus on yourself. You should be the leader. You should be the one guiding the interaction. Instead of worrying about what she's doing or not doing or thinking or not thinking, you should be asking yourself, what are you doing to better yourself? What are you doing every day to present yourself as a leader and cultivate your image and your personality as a leader of men, as a man who is the type of guy who's going to overcome obstacles, who's going to break through barriers, who's going to try to get things done. That's what women want. Women want a man who knows where he's going, who knows what he's doing, and has a clue. That's what they want. They don't want a guy who's chasing after them. They're already in doubt. They're already deeply insecure about 15,000 other things in their lives. They don't want a guy who is uh, going to enhance those feelings. And it's tough. And that's one of the most difficult things, I think, that it, in relationships that it comes down to is men are human also, and they also have an emotional need to try to bounce ideas off of people or to try to feel maybe a sense of nurturing or a sense of comfort and to be soothed when they are feeling anxieties and stresses. But the problem is if you try to go to your woman to do that, my experience, unfortunately, has generally been is you're going to be punished more than you're going to be rewarded. The minute you show weakness or self-doubt or any sort of anxiety beyond just the barest minimum, she's going to punish you for it. And that is, in some ways, difficult to accept. 
uh, at least for young guys anyway, because we're taught through the media in so many ways, oh, you know, just open up and just express yourself and just get your feelings out and just say what you think and put it all out there. And, and you know what, the minute you do that, generally they're going to use it against you. And it's sad to say, but it's, it's, it's lonely at the top. It's lonely being the leader. To lead men, to lead women, you have to turn your back on them. Now that's an exaggeration and that's an expression that I'm using to make a point. But the point is still well said. You cannot get down into the weeds too much with the emotional drama and the emotional gymnastics because you'll be punished for it. So keep that in mind. Focus on yourself. Instead of worrying about what she's doing or she's thinking, focus on what you're doing. The best relationships that I've found from my experience are the ones where the woman does the majority of the chasing and pursuing. If you're doing the chasing and the pursuing and the texting and the calling, something's wrong right there. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that you have to play all these mental games yourself. And I'm not saying, again, guys take the other side too far. They get into all this, what am I going to do to get inside her head? And I'm going to say this and do this. And no, you don't need to, you don't need to get into all that stuff unless you uh, think you need to, I guess, for some reason. I mean, you'll, you'll develop a sense for how to behave as time goes by and you've been in certain situations over and over again. But what you should be doing is having a, a worldview and a philosophy that preserves your masculine center and your masculine identity. And you should go about your business and your job as a leader of men, as a man with a mission, as a guy who's going some places, who's going someplace, who's overcoming obstacles and breaking through barriers. And you will find that you will naturally generate that aura about yourself. I mean, women can sense it. They can smell it on you. They know who's got things going on and they know who doesn't. They know who's confident and they know who's not. And that confidence is key. You've got to have that confidence because if you don't, any twitch of the eyebrow, any misplaced mannerism, flutter of the voice, they'll pick up on it. They'll detect it and they'll punish you for it. And the only way you're going to get that confidence is by going through life experiences, by overcoming obstacles, by breaking through barriers, and by doing things. And that's why I keep saying, focus on yourself. Do not focus on her. That's what I want to tell this guy. That's that's just... That's the heart of the whole matter. Okay, so I think it's good. You, know, you mentioned that you were letting her know things that you didn't like in the relationship or you mentioned things that you didn't like that she was doing. And that's fine. I think it's good to express yourself. I think, I'm think i not saying you should be silent and taciturn the whole time because that's also wrong. You've got to let people know when things are wrong. You've got to let feedback out there. You've got to be communicative. You've got to be engaged. But again, you can't, you've got to strike a balance with that. You just cannot be doing that too much. You just can't be focusing on her because then you become pulled into the mental gymnastics and then she's got you and then she's just going to play with you and, and toy with you. So again, the female in the companionship should be doing the majority of the chasing, texting, communicating. I'm not saying you should be just a passive recipient and not reach out. I'm just saying that you need to back off a little bit. If you don't, if she's telling you, hey, I don't feel like I need to contact you as much, 
hey, you need to have other stuff going on. And that's really where the whole, um, I, I hate to use that phrase abundance mentality because it's been so hackneyed and so beaten to death. But that's where that comes into play. If you've got other uh, women that you're looking into, or that, that you have other things going on, you've got other social activities going on, you've got jobs, you've got studies, you've got uh, other girls you're hanging out with, you've got guy friends that you're hanging out with, you're doing things, you're not going to have time for the nonsense. You're just going to move right along into the next thing. And that's the image, that's the sentiment that you need to convey. That's the, that's the, that's the, um, that's the aura that you need to carry about yourself because that's where the power comes from. That's where your authority is going to come from. When when people know that they don't need you, then they're going to be drawn towards you. You know, there's an old expression and an old saying that the most powerful negotiating position is knowing when to get up and walk away. And, and this is one thing I've, I've learned in my job and in my dealings with women over the years uh, it's it's become so, so true over and over and over again. Knowing how to say no, knowing how to walk away, it's the best strategy in many situations. Not always, but in many situations. And I'm at the point now where I just don't chase after people anymore. You've got to have the attitude and you've got to feel it deep in your bones that you're the driver of a bus. Imagine that. You're driving a, a vehicle and if somebody wants to get in your bus and come along with you on that fun ride, they can come on in the bus and they can sit on a seat and they can enjoy the ride. But if they don't want to get on that bus, if they don't want to uh, come along with your program, if they don't want to join you on that mystical journey of life that you are engaged in, if they don't want to accept your lead and if they don't want to become a part of your picture, then you need to just move on. And that's really where I've gotten to in life. That's the point that I've gotten to at this point in life where I just feel like chasing after people, forget it. You can't manipulate people into doing things. You can't chase after people. You're not going to convert somebody who doesn't like you into someone who does like you. No way. No way. It doesn't happen. In any interaction, whenever you meet a girl for the first time, Pretty quickly, you're going to get a sense if there's a level of interest there. Okay? Now, what you do with that level of interest is up to you. I'm not saying that nothing you do matters. I'm not, again, don't take this too far, which is what people often do. They just take it too far the other way and they go, well, nothing matters and it doesn't matter and, you know, uh, if, why should I improve myself? No one's going to care anyway. No, it's not what I'm saying at all. It's not what I'm saying at all. What I am saying is you, everyone can improve themselves and maximize the use of the raw materials that they have been dealt with by fate and by fortune. But you are not going to wave a magic wand and convert someone and pull a rabbit out of a hat and make something where nothing exists. That's what I'm saying. So... Again, you're doing too much chasing. And when you ask me questions like, you know, I want her to see how much value I have. I want her to submit to me. I want her to, to, to know how great I am. You know, when I heard that, when I read that, I just wanted to smile because I say, man, 
No, you're you're going you're thinking totally the wrong way. You're not. No one is. No one is going to bow down and acknowledge you for how great you are. It's up to you to know if you're great or not. What do you think of yourself? Don't worry about what other people think. What are you doing? How are you focusing on yourself? And I know it's easy for me to say all this, but trust me, this is something I've learned from many, many years of doing things the wrong way. Uh, You've got to focus on yourself. And it's the hardest thing in the world to do because we're human beings. It's natural to want to look for feedback. It's natural to to want to look for approval from people. It's natural to want to be liked or to want to divine what's going on inside other people's minds. But the minute you do that, you abandon your power. The minute you do that, you lose control over your focus. You depart from your masculine core and you go off on a fool's errand and they'll sense it. And that's why there are so few men out there that truly are natural leaders or really are centered Uh, men who are going somewhere in life and who have found the right balance you know if i if what i'm saying is difficult to practice you're right it is very difficult to practice but that's what makes it true you know the very fact that it's difficult gives you the reason why there's so few guys out there who know what they're doing if you get 100 guys in a room there's probably only going to be a handful at most who are really going to know how to Avoid getting into all the social games and keying off what other people say and all the other nonsense that the modern effeminate man has become. So think about these things. Think about the things that I've talked about and I think you'll find a way to put them into practice. And I think this is the type of podcast that you're probably going to want to listen to a couple times. It definitely bears repeated listening because I've covered a lot. There's a lot here. A lot of what I've said is very dense with meaning and it, it um, it's easy to let important things slip by without proper acknowledgement. So you might want to listen to this one a couple times. Download it on your phone or listen to it on your computer a couple times and I think you'll be able to get the most out of it. But I want to leave you also with one final reminder. On April 3rd, I um, published on my site an article called uh, Some Wisdom from Libanius. And it was a collection of some morsels of wisdom from the ancient rhetorician Libanius. And it's on my site, qcurtius.com. And what I really liked about this advice was some of the things that I said in the first part of the article. And he gives some advice to an ex-pupil, Euagrius. He was an ex Euagrius was an ex-pupil of Libanius, and he was uh, from the city of Antioch. And Libanius gave him some advice that I think is important in this connection. Um, because his ex-pupil had written him and asked him for advice on how to become a, a good governor in his government job and in his leadership job. And Libanius says, The fact that you ask me for rules whereby you may be an excellent governor is itself an indication that you will be an excellent governor. I make this one brief and explicit point. 
that you must be consistent with yourself and maintain in more important matters the same attitude you hold on minor things. But if I must go into details, then, follow the laws, honor the good, hate wickedness, improve the cities, regard work as a pleasure, and think of your reputation as pure gain. If you will keep to this, and you will, as you have done before, then you will be a credit to yourself, your birthplace, your parents, and your brother. And this was his advice to Euagrius. But, just to show you that life has a sense of humor, even the best of advice is no guarantee, is a guarantee of success. Because Libanius's advice apparently fell on deaf ears, we are told that uh, Euagrius apparently performed miserably in his job. He was removed from office, convicted of some offenses, fined, and then flogged, but he was later able to clear his name. The point being made here, of course, is that uh, even the best of advice is no guarantee of success, and everyone has to learn in their own time and in their own way. And maybe Euagrius did not internalize these lessons well enough the first time, but I'm damn sure he got the point after going through that ordeal. So you'll learn one way or another. The world will teach you, as I've said in another article. There's another article on my site called The World Will Teach You. But the big, you know, the, the big point of life, the big quest, the, the, the big goal really in life is, is to try to learn these things before you get too old. Because you can save yourself so much pain. And I'm old enough and foolish enough to think that if I keep saying these things, that eventually uh, they may help some or, or or more of the listeners out there. I think they do. I think they do, <laughs> uh, at least judging from the emails that I get. So I hope this uh, listener takes these matters to heart, and I hope he tries to put some of these things in practice and that he listens to this uh, podcast more than uh, a few times to let some of these things sink in. So that will conclude our podcast for today. I'm Quintus Curtius. Thank you for joining us here with Fortress of the Mind. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, I would ask you to go to iTunes and rate me on iTunes there. If you'd like the podcast, it'll enable other people to find the podcast here. And if you've bought one of my books and enjoyed it, I would ask that you go to Amazon.com and write a short review. That will also help other people to find the books and get them some attention. I appreciate that. And until next time, I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.